Morning prayer on the 4th of January. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. You laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. Blessed are you, sovereign God, creator of heaven and earth, to you be praise and glory for ever. As your living word, eternal in heaven, assumed the frailty of our mortal flesh, may the light of your love be born in us to fill our hearts with joy as we sing, Blessed be God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God for ever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 1 to 37. The refrain is, Truly the Lord is our shield. Truly the Lord is our shield. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I proclaim your faithfulness throughout all generations. I will declare that your love is established forever. You have set your faithfulness as firm as the heavens. For you said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn an oath to David, my servant. Your seed will I establish forever and build up your throne for all generations. The heavens praise your wonders, O Lord and your faithfulness in the assembly of the Holy Ones. For who among the clouds can be compared to the Lord? Who is like the Lord among the host of heaven? A God feared in the council of the Holy Ones, great and terrible, terrible above all those round about him. Who is like you, Lord God of hosts? Mighty Lord, your faithfulness is all around you. Truly, the Lord is our shield. You rule the raging of the sea, you still its waves when they arise. You crushed Rahab with a wet, deadly wound and scattered your enemies for your mighty arm. Yours are the heavens, the earth also is yours. You established the world and all that, all that fills it. You created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon rejoice in your name. Truly, the Lord is our shield. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before your face. Happy are the people who know the shout of triumph. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all the day long and are exalted in your righteousness. For you are the glory of their strength and in your favour you lift up our heads. Truly the Lord is our shield the Holy One of Israel is our King. You spoke once in a vision and said to your faithful people, I have set a youth above the mighty. I have raised a young man over the people. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. My hand shall hold him fast and my arm shall strengthen him. No enemy shall deceive him nor any wicked person afflict him. I will strike down his foes before his face and beat down those that hate him. My truth also and my steadfast love shall be with him, 
and in my name shall his head be exalted. I will set his dominion upon the sea, and his right hand upon the rivers. He shall call to me, You are my Father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. And I will make him my firstborn, the most high above the kings of the earth. The love I have pledged to him will I keep for ever, and my covenant will stand first with him. His seed also will I make to endure for ever, and his throne as the days of heaven. Truly the Lord is our shield. But if his children forsake my law, and cease to walk in my judgments, if they break my statutes, and do not keep my commandments, I will punish their offences with a rod, and their sin with scourges. But I will not take from him my steadfast love, nor suffer my truth to fail. My covenant will I not break, nor alter what has gone out of my lips. Once for all have I sworn by my holiness that I will not prove false to David. His seed shall endure for ever, and his throne as the sun before me. It shall stand fast for ever as the moon, the enduring witness in the heavens. Truly, the Lord is our shield. As we sing of your love, O Lord, anoint us with the Spirit's seal, that we may praise your faithfulness and proclaim your truth from age to age. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 89 by Malcolm Guide. Who knows this agony unless they feel it too? You answer me in darkness from your cross. It is your pain that draws my heart to you. As deep calls unto deep and loss to loss, your covenant is sealed in your heart's blood when it is pierced with mine. And our cries cross in flesh and blood as I encounter God, not on the heights, but in the pit of hell. Then I can sing the triumph of the good. Then I can truly know all will be well. I recognise my Saviour's mighty arm because it has been pierced. The bloody nail means more to me than those who see no harm and keep God as a talisman, a spell, a cosy comforter, a lucky charm. Reading from the Gospel according to St John, chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars up with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine, after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. 
After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, his brothers and his disciples. And they remained there for a few days. Reflection on the reading from St John's Gospel by David Rancorn. On the third day, there was a wedding. The wedding that happens on the third day is also, with a little detective work, on the seventh day since John's Gospel began. The day of resurrection joins the day when creation is celebrated whole, and this forms the climax to the opening section of John's Gospel. The miracle of water into wine is called the first sign. But this is not one sign among many. It is the premier sign, the key to interpreting all that follows. Coming to a community where celebration has run dry and is powerless to renew itself, Jesus is revealed as the one who fills up and transforms what is empty. We can imagine the bewilderment of the steward and the utter confusion of the groom on being congratulated for suddenly producing such exceptional wine. But it may just dawn on us that this is a story of two weddings. The master of ceremonies was right to go to the bridegroom, but he went to the wrong one. Jesus did this. Alongside the blessing of a village wedding with that anonymous, extravagant gift of God, a greater celebration is beginning, not revealed until now. John the Baptist will shortly be describing Jesus as the bridegroom and himself as the best man. The wedding celebrations are ready to begin. Glory is revealed. The disciples believe. This is the marriage of heaven and earth. The world is a wedding and we are all invited. We respond in faith. The word of life which was from the beginning, we proclaim to you. The darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. The word of life which was from the beginning. That which we heard, which we saw with our eyes and touched with our hands, we proclaim to you. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The word of life, which was from the beginning, we proclaim to you. The Benedictus begins and ends with the refrain. To us is born a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And all the heavenly hosts now sing, Glory to God in the highest. To us is born a Saviour who is Christ the Lord and all the heavenly hosts now sing Glory to God in the highest. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised for us up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. To us is born a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord, and all the heavenly hosts now sing, Glory to God in the highest. Let us pray. So let's begin our prayers with that striking phrase from the commentary about Jesus coming to a place where celebration has run dry. And we thank God that it is always our duty and our joy to celebrate, to celebrate Jesus, celebrate with Jesus, to celebrate and open our hearts to Jesus. Let us also pray for our country, along with many countries, where people are tired, weary, where celebration seems almost impossible, or very ephemeral on the surface of things. Because of the weariness of this long pandemic, Even as we thank God for vaccines, we contemplate huge, imponderable questions about education, whether children should be going back to school, knowing all the deprivation it means for children and young people not to be in school. And all the dangers some of them live with. We raise before God the teachers concerns about safety and the spread of the virus. All those in the hospitals who are so tired and who want everything done that's possible to prevent further spread. also all those who are deeply concerned for young people and their welfare and feel that they should be given the chance to learn in school again. We pray for those in the eye of the storm, members of the government and on the local level, head teachers, people in local authorities, people who have to make decisions. We raise all this to you, O Lord. We pray for children and young people known to us and for particular stresses and strains they may be feeling. And we include 
in those, those who are university or college students as well. Anxious about their courses. Those who are doing practical subjects and are very anxious about not being able to go into the labs or practical workrooms where they could do what they need to do. Heavenly Father, we know there are no easy answers to these questions and dilemmas. Be with those who do need to make decisions. Give them clarity and conviction. And help us all to live with them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We continue to pray for all those whose strength is running out. So we continue to pray for all those in the hospitals dealing with the influx of COVID cases and also trying to keep other health services and hospital services going. We pray for those who wake up each day with dread or weariness. We pray that in the teams they work in, they may sustain each other. Your spirit may move around them, among them to give each other courage. And that they may see the encouragement of patients healed, families reunited. We pray for chaplaincy services in the hospitals. Thank you for the ways they're keeping going. We pray for your blessing for them as well. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today is the Independence Day of Myanmar, Burma. We raise that country to God. With its different ethnic groups. with the fusion of military and civilian government, the tensions that under, underlie that. For the religious differences, remember the hatred that has been whipped up against the Muslim minority. Rohingya. But we pray too for other minorities who have been subject to persecution. We pray for all those who have been driven out of the country and live precariously elsewhere.
and pray that my mum may find a way to true peace, to justice, to mutual tolerance, and that the iron rule of the of the army may be more and more relaxed but that civilian rulers may make right choices too. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As the winter goes on, <coughs> we continue to pray for all those particularly badly affected by winter. People who are homeless, refugees and migrants living on the fringes of countries, trying to seek a home. For those who are in northern France, hardly living in the outdoors, trying to get across the channel. We also pray for all those who may have shelter over their head but do not have heat or sufficient food or for whom simply the grey dark days of winter may be an oppression. We pray for all those who are stuck at home, those who have no work to do, those who may be very anxious at this dark time. May they know that they're not forgotten. May they find ways forward. May your spirit work for good for them. Remember those we know who have lost work over the last months. And commend them to you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. But we do thank you, Lord, for the coming among us of our Saviour. And we use the collect of this day. Almighty God, in the birth of your Son, you have poured on us the new light of your incarnate word, and shown us the fullness of your love. Help us to walk in his light and dwell in his love, that we may know the fullness of his joy, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Rejoicing in the presence of God here among us, as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May God, who has called us out of darkness into his marvellous light, Bless us and fill us with peace. Amen. 
Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.